This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Hello, football fans, and welcome to the Onside Kick. My name is Ricky Widmer, and as always, I'm joined by the Mark Weber. Dub them ease. And me and Mark have a special guest to introduce for this podcast. He's been on, you've been on the show once or twice before, twice, right? Yeah. We uh, have a dear friend of ours, Mike Slowinski or Slowski, joining us here in the MVP studios. Going to be talking about some AFC West is we've done it. This is the last division we have to get through, mm-hmm. and then we can start football. And because we can't start football until MVP talks about every single yes, and every single division, and then wait like three weeks. <laughs> we also got to wait like three weeks. But uh, when this goes up, there will be football the same week. Will it? Hall of Fame game. Yeah, that's the. Sunday. Oh, that's right. Yep. So man. We're, we're cutting it close. Playing? It's the, Viking Steelers. The not real football has <laughs> basically begun. Yeah, it's Viking Steelers in the uh, Hall of Fame game. Still won't watch it, and I'm a Vikings fan. I'll watch the Hall of Fame game. I really, really want football to come back, so I want to watch it. Um, my favorite thing about the Hall of, ga- uh, Hall of Fame game is like we think of week one in the preseason as being bad. It's even worse. Well, this is that extra that. game that they get before mm. anyone else gets to play. The one where basically nobody you care about or have heard of plays. And it's not even a real stadium. Somewhere out in Canton, Ohio. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're going to start with, the, if you're new to these divisional previews, we're just going to start with last year's fourth place team. Work our way up throughout the division and last year the bottom feeder with I think three wins were the Oakland goddamn Raiders mm-hmm. this year just to highlight some of the things that they did in the offseason they lose Denarius Moore but they get Michael Crabtree they grab guys like Nate Allen from Philly Roy Hallou from Washington they got Curtis Lofton from the Saints they get Trent Richardson from the Colts they lose guys like Stefan Winslewski that Tavon Branch goes to the Chiefs. In the draft, they got arguably me, the best wide receiver they in the draft. They got arguably Ricky. The, be- <laughs> the best wide receiver in the draft. I know, Mark, you don't want to hear that because you think Kevin White's the best wide receiver. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. They get Amari Cooper in the first round and then Mario Edwards Jr. on the DE side of the ball with their second round pick. And to me, the thing with the Raiders, are they going to be a good team? No. But Derek Carr and Amari Cooper may be fun to watch this season. That's yeah, what I think. Definitely. Uh the Oakland Raiders are a team that like you know, like you say, Ricky, they're not gonna be a good team this year. But the future's bright things though. are looking they- okay. Yeah, I mean, they're wearing a brighter shade of black out there. <laughs> so it's going in the right direction. Um it's <laughs> Derek Carr's a bright spot. He's a, a good-looking quarterback. Amari Cooper, give him that weapon to throw to. Uh, you got Crabtree out. Uh, well, a Crabtree out there. Crabtree pulls free. And the thing about Crabtree is he's not probably a Crabtree we're all familiar with that had just every single 49ers football thrown to him. And had um, it intercepted by Richard Sherman. That well, <laughs> when you put a mediocre crab tree on an elite Richard Sherman, <laughs> that's what happens. But uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to get every single ball thrown to him like Colin Kaepernick likes no. to throw to it. Uh, but he's going to be doing some good stuff for an offense that really needs help. 
Yeah, I really like that comment about uh, wearing a brighter shade of black. Yeah, the Raiders have been in the basement for how long? Since what? What year was the Super Bowl? Oh, two? I think so. Yeah, or like 2001, 2001 when they played Gruden's uh, All Bucks. I know, I was in fourth grade. That's all I know. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, they have the play, uh, pieces in place, like you said, the addition of Trent Richardson, I think from the Colts, right? Do you really think Richardson's going to be that good of an addition, though? It's well. If years pass. Look at the running back game. I would say because gone. gone. Mm. Well, they're the running backs right now. They've got Latavius Murray, who did kind of good last year for the Raiders. Like I say, kind of good because it was for the Raiders. Yeah, he's fine on the Raiders. But they get Trent Richardson. They get Roy Halu. To me, Halu. I don't know why he's listed as the third string running back. I'd put him over Richardson. I like to view their uh, running back dumb death chart kind of like the deli market at a supermarket. Pick a number and move on. <laughs> It's all there. It's, it's all there it's, and ready to go. It's thinly sliced. and McFadden's gone. Mm-hmm. They signed MJD for a season. He's gone. And But I feel like the biggest question with this team is how are they going to perform under, for not first head coaches, he's had a head coaching job before, but first time with Oakland, mm-hmm. Jack Del Rio coming over as he's a defensive-minded coach coming over from Denver as a coordinator. And when he was in Jacksonville, I'm just going to say it, he wasn't that good of a head coach. Well, there's he, nothing good going on in Jacksonville. He got fired fair. 11 games into his last season and only went to the playoffs twice. And that was the only time he had a winning record was twice in his mm. tenure in Jacksonville. Let me just jump in here really quick. <laughs> For sure. The only thing going on good in Jacksonville are the women, probably. They're having fun down there. You yeah. see that party deck in uh, in Jacksonville? Well, the thing about Jacksonville, remember, they have a pool in their stadium. I know. They, they want to make it like... It's a party in I Jacksonville. I think the owner described it as he wants to bring an Las Vegas vibe to Jacksonville I, I think games. what he actually said was, we got nothing else going on, so what are we going to do? What, that's what he wanted to say. Yeah, but I much. just, I, I'm very skeptical mm-hmm. of Jack Del Rio. I don't think that... I mean... Defensively, I think the Raiders are going to be a lot better than they were in the past because if history speaks for itself, I may be wrong, but the Raiders have kind of been more of a defensive run team. The the bad boy Raiders, I mean, that's why we've got the fans in Oakland acting like they are with Mm -hmm. all the, like, gear and stuff, and they want to be the scariest. But I don't know if – because if Jacksonville was any indicator, he went 5-11. and Now, that's a win – with you said, Mark, yeah. it's, it's more than three, but five and eleven still ain't good. But that's um with um Del Rio going back to um, Oakland. He grew up in California. He went to USC, so it's kind of like at least the Oakland faithful have that hometown favorite that they can fall back on. Mm-hmm. At least have some glimmer of hope. The the thing I will say in favor of the Oakland defense, there are some good parts there. I mean, you got Justin Tuck. You Khalil got Khalil Mack, Mack of course. Uh, Charles Woodson's there. Not really in the prime of Charles Woodson's career, but he's there. He's still. You got Hayden. You got his mind and everything. DJ Hayden's pretty all right. Uh, like I said, you know there are decent parts here. Um, it's just a matter of kind of putting it all together and putting a system in place that's going to work for these guys. It's going to be interesting. Uh, the problem for the Raiders is they got to play the Chiefs, they got to play the Broncos, and they got to play the San Diego you mean Chargers. They have to play Rivers, Smith, and Manning. Three teams that yeah. are going to tear them apart twice a year. Uh, that's not good. You and, know, that's and not both good for the Raiders. Those, I'm going to say two out of three of those teams have are going to have solid run games with mm-hmm. Jamar Charles or Niles Davis yep. and 
Kansas City or Melvin Gordon in San Diego. I don't want to get too far into the schedule because mm-hmm. you can check that out on our uh, preview for the Raiders. But really, I mean, they're playing a lot of strong quarterbacks well, and start, a lot of strong running backs. Well, I just want to. The only thing I'll say about the schedule is your first two games. Yeah, they're at home, but you got to play Andy Dalton and Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for Andy sure. Dalton. This is a regular season game, so he can win it. Yeah, he'll win. Exactly. As long as it's not the playoffs, Andy Dalton can get a win. And they have a—I mean, that's what I'm saying, too. Both uh, the Ravens and the Bengals have good running games, too. Their last five games, Mm -hmm. KC, Denver on the road, Packers, Chargers, KC again. You got Smith, Manning, Rodgers, Rivers, and then Smith again. It's the perfect preparation to see what is the worst on your team. So you can draft it and fix it in like, you know, the second or third pick next year. I just do you think here's the big question. Does Del Rio get chutted? You know, I, I'm going to say no. I don't think he gets the chud. Let's say they get like th- they go three and 13 at the worst. Reasonable. Does he get chutted? Um, no, I, I don't think so. I think they're going to. They've got enough on the offensive side right now where they're going to have moments that look pretty OK. Uh, Carr, Cooper, I'm not going to throw Richardson in there. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, And Crabtree, I think that's a good combination to where there will be some good moments. uh, And you'll have moments of going, hey, I think we might have a team in a couple years. Mm -hmm. But we're going to move over to Mark, a team that you love to talk about every single year. And uh, hashtag Charger Nation loves Uh to back you and your predictions. We're going to talk about San Diego Chargers. They finished third. In the West last season, mm-hmm. just to highlight some of their offseason moves, they two of the biggest re-signings, they keep Brandon Flowers on the defensive side. They bring back King Dunlap on the offensive line. They add free agents like Orlando Franklin from Denver. Stevie Johnson, the wide receiver that was cut in San Francisco. Patrick Robinson over from the Saints. Guys, they lose Eddie Royals in Chicago. Sharice Wright is with the Niners. And then Arito Tutu is over with the Philadelphia Eagles. And to me, the Chargers, if this is going to be Phillip Rivers' year, he's got to do it now because he's Mm going to have Stevie Johnson's a receiver, but the Chargers basically said, fuck it, we're going to give you a run game. We're going to give you arguably the best running back the in the Big Ten last year. The thing they've been trying year. to do since LT is, was no longer part of the team. And that's really what it comes down to. They've been trying to replace the guy forever. Uh, they're hoping they did it. And, uh, you know, Chargers Nation is hoping they did it finally, too. So, I, I mean, for me, you guys, if you're fans of the onside kick, you know I, I love, love the Chargers. I love these Chargers. And I was a little disappointed that they didn't perform as I thought they would. Last year, but you got Malcolm. You had high hopes for them. I last did. They year. should have been. They should have been at least divisional round players. They went nine and seven last year. They tied with the Chiefs, but finished third. Yeah, they they could have done more for sure. But Keenan Allen, Michael Floyd, uh, or Malcolm Floyd, my mistake. Those are two guys who can get those thousand yard seasons. They'll be catching touchdowns. Antonio Gates, you know that man can touch can catch a touchdown when he's in the end zone. Philip Rivers can have great things going for him. Uh, and then of course my one my running back that I thought should have been the first running back off the board, Melvin Gordon. That's who I wanted to be number one off the board, and I wanted him to go to the Chargers so badly. It actually happened. I was thrilled. Uh, this offense is going to just I blow people we were, away. We were all worried that 
that um, Gurley was going to be the one available, that Gordon mm. was going to be the first one gone. Gurley's available here for the Chargers, but that's where it's going to be. The big thing is going to be, can Melvin Gordon live up to the, like you see the commercial, I think it's for Speed Stick or something, or some kind of soap where, Deodorant, he, I think speed just sick. it's Melvin Gordon training and Mel Kuyper's like, well, you know what? He, he hasn't been the first uh, blah, 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 running back pressure, pressure, pressure. That's basically what Mel Kuyper was uh-huh. doing. Can he live up to it? I think he can. Um, but if he doesn't live up to it and he's still a thousand yard rusher a year, mm-hmm. do you consider him a bust for the Chargers? And see, is he filling that? No, I, I think what the Chargers can do is... They can do something very similar to what we've seen teams like the Eagles do, what the um, Saints have done. And usually it comes with a guy that used to be on the Chargers, Darren Sproles, where Gordon can be your main back. He's the guy that runs it, runs it, runs it. Danny Woodhead comes in, swing pass. Mm -hmm. Get him to the outside, get him in open space. Because Woodhead being so short, that's the only Woodhead's not a guy where you're just going to run it with him every time. You're going to o- get him in open field, throw it to him, see what he can do with his small size. Kind of like how my Lions are trying to run their offense with Jim Caldwell. Exactly. But, um, you brought up a good point about Philip Rivers' year. If anything, this is the year. This is it. Is it a contract year for him too? I yes. I'm yes, not is. sure. Is it Mark? Yep. So he's Philip Rivers in his contract year, um, and that's the big discussion of is he going to come back because there were trade rumors. Uh, around draft time last year, and there's also rumors about San Diego maybe going to L.A. Uh, and, and he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to, even though it's much closer than anywhere else he's going to play. Yeah, he's um, got he should 15 be, mil this yeah. year. He, he's in an interesting situation. He really is. I think Philip Rivers has done a lot of good things for the Chargers, and he shouldn't go anywhere. He definitely should not, but I've been wrong before when it comes to contracts and where players are going to go. So, uh, you know... I, I guess I can't be surprised if he does not sit there in San Diego next year or L.A. San Diego next year. If he's sitting somewhere else, you know, some team that needs him, whether it's a Jets, uh, whether it's the Bills, they still need a quarterback. Uh, you know, whether it's even a Chicago, if Jay Cutler stinks it up and they need somebody to fill the gap, you know, whatever it might be, I guess I can't be surprised. Here's the thing I got to mention because this is – Besides, since the draft, this is the big thing that went on with the Chargers. Antonio Gates won't be playing the first few games Mm -hmm. because he tested positive for PEDs. And just looking at one of the headlines here on Google, it was from uh, boltsfromblue.com. The headline just says, this is no way a threat to the face of the franchise. Do you guys think, just I'm going to throw out this question, do you think any less of Gates for testing positive for PEDs? I wouldn't say so. I don't really think anything less of him. Uh, you know, I think enough. It's kind of sad to say, but I think enough players out there test positive for for PEDs um, that you kind of just go, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. Serve your time and come back in a few games. It's kind of like uh, everyone's doing it. Just I hope <laughs> I don't get caught. I mean, basically everybody is. Obviously not everybody, but pretty much everybody is, right? So you get into the situation uh, where it kind of doesn't affect you anymore. Let's all remember the Seattle Seahawks. Everybody loves those guys. Mm -hmm. Famous for testing positive for Adderall. What does Adderall do a very good job (laughs) of covering up? Performance enhancing drugs. So, you know, 
we love the Seahawks, but that was still there just a few seasons ago. I don't think this hurts Gates at all. I It may not hurt Gates to me, but the one thing it may do is it could hurt the Chargers because he's done for the first four games. His first game's going to be when they play Monday night at Pit, or against Pittsburgh mm-hmm. on October 12th. He's going to miss the game against your Lions, Selinski. He's going to miss the one in Cincinnati, the one against my Vikings in Minnesota, and then he's going to miss the one against the Browns. Bengals in there, too. They can A 2-2 two and two stretch during his suspension mm-hmm. is a win, and I think they can at least go 2-2. Two and two. They can probably beat the Browns, and they may take one against the other three, but I don't see them going more than 2-2 two and two in that stretch without Gates. But even... Um- the last two years for Antonio Gates has been kind of a statistical upswing as well. The I think it was 2012, 2013, he was pretty much made of glass and broken. Last two years, he's played 16 games in each of the two seasons. He's also been a fantasy uh, safety blanket. Mm-hmm. You go ahead, draft Antonio Gates, there's my tight end, I can get him later. That's how it always used to be, too, with Antonio Gates. He was the guy you went for. But I think, uh, you know, no offense to Swinsky's Lions. With his suspension, mm-hmm. do, you guys dra- do you guys draft Antonio Gates, stash him, and then boom, I'll have a tight end week five through the rest of the season? I mean, you kind of do the same thing you're doing with Tom Brady, right? You're getting him True. late. And you're yeah. sitting there going, this is top quality that I'm getting like three <laughs> la- rounds show. later here. This is fantastic. Uh, but, you know, I, I say no offense to, to the Lions in this case because um, I think this running game of the Chargers is going to impress a lot of people and surprise a lot of people when they say Antonio who? Because we got Melvin Gordon just pounding these teams. The Lions, the Bengals, the Vikings, the Browns, these are teams that will be susceptible to that powerful run game with Melvin Gordon right now. I got to throw this question, though, at you, Mike, because we've had fans just berate us on how me and Mark have talked about the Lions. You being a Lions fan, I'm going to throw this question at you. Game one, Melvin Gordon, how do you think your front four, just your front four, not the front seven with the linebackers, how are they going to hold up against Melvin Gordon without Nadamik and Sue or Nick Fairley there? Well, Are you scared? Well, Holly Nata's injured, too, from what I think. So I'm just, uh, it's going to be brutal, but um, you just got to contain them with um, Gates being out of the mix. Are They're you just, scared, though? Me, no. Okay. I'm never scared. And the one thing I want Lions fans is you heard it. He mentioned, you know what, even mm. though Nata's there, you still lost Sue and Fairley. I just wanted to get that out because you're a Lions fan, and me and Mark are right. Yes, That's yes, how I want to get that out there. As but, usual. You're saying I want you to mm. say your prediction mark for the Chargers. For the Chargers? Yeah. Say your what you said this, you were going to say at the beginning of the podcast. And you're going to you're going to figure it all out and you can <laughs> see how it happens in my preview yeah. video. It's there. It's uh it's going to be there for you Quentin guys. Quentin Tarantino at four. They are going to be there in the AFC Championship game. Oh, they will I thought be you were there. Gonna go further than that. They will be in the AFC Championship against game. Against who? Uh, against the, the Patriots, of really? course. New England really? Patriots. Do the Colts lose to the Patriots or the Chargers? Um, the Colts probably will lose to the Patriots. Actually, you know what? They might lose to the Chargers. You're, I don't know. Because that, that means you're saying the Colts are a wild card team. Division winner yeah. wild card. Yeah. If they're going to lose to the Patriots. Well, they don't have to be. I mean, they could. It depends. I, I'm not, I don't have it completely set uh, seeding-wise. But yeah, Chargers, Patriots, that's what I see happening. Uh, you know, Tom Brady's going to play till he's 50. He's going to win a few more 
Uh, <laughs> Super Bowls, right? As his uh, as his dad would is say. That, is that game being played 50s. in Foxborough or San Diego? Hopefully San Diego. It's going to be a lot nicer there. <laughs> so, so then uh, Mark's Chargers, or his second team, can go ahead and go on to a Super Bowl. But let's move on to the second team last year in the AFC West, the Kansas City Chefs, or the Chiefs as some people like to call them. Some of their free agency pickups, they get Jeremy Macklin from the Eagles. He's back joining his old head coach. They keep Jason Avant. They keep Justin Houston. They lose a lot of guys, though. Dwayne Bowe. Eric Berry's back. Eric Berry's back, but Dwayne Bowe going over the rainbow to Cleveland. Rodney Houston's in Oakland. Jeffrey Lincoln Bach goes to Miami. And you got Joe Mason, and Kevin Vickerson both going with Todd Bowles in New York. And in the draft, they... Take Marcus Peters, cornerback, in the first round. They get some offensive line help in the second round, and then another corner and wide receiver in the third. And with the Chiefs, the big thing I want to see, this is the number one improvement I want to see, score a goddamn touchdown with a wide receiver, please. Can I mean, Jer- can Jeremy Mac- do you not draft Jeremy Macklin in fantasy because he's not going to score touchdowns now that he went to Kansas City? Someone's got to score a touchdown, right? Eventually. Because last year, that was the big thing. Their wide receivers just don't score touchdowns. That's how it is. I'm hoping they've been working on this. Uh, You know, they've kind of had some days to say, hey, all right, here's the thing, guys. That football you're carrying, you want it to get into the end zone. Just for a quick reminder, (laughs) not sure if you guys remember that because you didn't do it last year. Bring it there. Yeah, they had 18 rushing touchdowns, and let's see, they had 18... Passing touchdowns, but the only people to catch passes in the end zone were your tight ends and your running backs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. None to the wide receivers at all. None. I think Macklin can change that. And to yeah, me, I, I think so. the one thing I'm interested to see from him is him reuniting with Andy Reid. Is he going to give the Chiefs an option to stretch the field along with uh, Travis Kelsey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they they definitely they're doing what they have to do to stay relevant. I mean, they had that fantastic season and kind of fell off a little bit. Um, but they're doing what they need to to stay relevant in this division where it's tough. I mean, it's it's that three headed race right there with uh, the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Chiefs. I see, and this is the way. Maybe this is just me. Mm-hmm. I think Denver makes the playoffs for sure. If someone it's from pretty the, pretty much a lock. If someone from this division wants to make the playoffs along with Denver, it's either going to be Kansas City or the Chargers, and one of them is going to have to make one little step better than last year. Both of them were nine and seven. The only reason why the Chargers were lower than them is they finished two and mm-hmm. four in the division to the Chiefs three and three, yeah. but. And we keep saying it, too. Every time in the AFC, we keep having this conversation. It is tough because who do we have? We can add these guys to the list. The Chargers, let's say we give it to the Broncos just because they won it last year. You got the Chargers. You got the Chiefs. You got the Dolphins. You got the Bills. You got the Bengals and or the Ravens and the Steelers in there. So many teams that are in that middle tier Mm -hmm. all fighting and clawing their way to that uh, to that wild card spot, those two wild card games. Well, and they were last year they seven and three mid season, and then they just fell off the wagon. It yeah. seemed, and they go ahead and finish nine and seven. I earlier in the season, you're sitting there going, "Okay, 
Okay, th- they're going to be. A I was feeling team. good about my prediction. <laughs> I was like, this team. I told you guys. I told you. And this is just in from ESPN. They are reporting uh, a breakthrough in all science that the Kansas City Chiefs have gone out and they have cloned Sean Smith. He will be playing cornerback and strong safety. At the same time, he will be playing both positions. How they have him ranked are listed at number one in the depth chart for both cornerback and strong so safety. This is a joke that they have I don't know. ranked in two different positions. He's there. Maybe they he plays him. both positions. They Well, I mean, he can't do it at the same time. <laughs> He's not Chris Conti. He can't pull that <laughs> off. Conti. Oh, man. If we could talk about Chris Conti every week. I if you could we clone would. any player in the NFL. It'd be Chris Conti. I think it'd be Chris Conti. Because then you'd have one confident player out there. But let's move on to the last year's division winner. They're uh, the top. That With me, they're going to be the team to beat again in the AFC West. The Broncos. Biggest, the biggest just re-signing, Demarius Thomas, got franchised, got his deal, he's done. Then they lose a lot of guys. Terrence Knighton's gone, he's in Washington. Julius Thompson is now a Jaguar. Thomas is now a Jaguar. Raheem Moore is a Texan. You have Tammy goes to the Falcons. Nate Irving goes to the Colts. And I know you get Peyton Manning back. I know you took Shane Ray you traded up to take Shane Ray in the first round. But I'm sitting here going, Kubiak, what are you going to do? Because I know you got Peyton Manning, but Peyton Manning's not going to be there forever. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do to set up the future? Because guess who's in his contract year also? Peyton Manning. Brock the Cock. No, Brock Osweiler. The, 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 the guy yeah. behind Peyton Manning. Yep. So really, he could say, you know, fuck you guys. Yeah. I'm going somewhere else because no one's going to know what he can do, and they're going to roll the dice. Uh, the here's, problem. Okay, here's go the, ahead. Here's the thing. He's got to find his helmet first. Yeah. No, no, no. Peyton hid the helmet. It was kind of like, oh, what movie was that? Remember the Titans. Was that Remember the Titans yeah. where he's looking for Booby his... Mile. No, no. No, that, that's, that's Friday, Friday Night Lights. He's looking for his helmet. Like, where'd it go, Booby? Hey, man, find that helmet. That's what Peyton was doing. Peyton mm. probably hid the helmet. Because Peyton doesn't like to come out of the football game. No, no. I mean, just to be, just to say that, to be fair here, uh, Tom Brady also still is not letting Jimmy Garoppolo take first team <laughs> snaps. So, you know, these starters, these, okay. these guys at the end of their career, Can they I don't want to give one inch. Because this is They're the second stingy. time. Yeah. This is the second time you brought up the Tom Brady thing. Can I say mm-hmm. one thing about that? If you got I think it, yeah. This is totally asinine for Tom Brady to do. Mm-hmm. The whole reason. Why he's, of course, the end goal to appeal is that he gets no games, but he's hoping that this process takes so long to where if it goes into the regular season, he can play while it's in the courts. Yeah. And then it won't go into effect until... If you, if you push it far enough, you won't have to worry about it and you can just retire. Yeah, and I I think that's stupid. Just let, Honestly, let Garoppolo, that's pretty damn smart. Let Garoppolo have his fucking games. When mm-hmm. you come back, is he really going to take the job from you? No. I remember this is going to gonna date... Well, it's not going to date me, but it's going to make me seem like Old. I'm older than I am. Uh, but they had a 60 Minutes... Uh, with Tom Brady. Wow. Interview with Tom. You watched 60 Minutes? I've watched my fair share of 60 Minutes. I have in the not past. watched my share. My it fair used to be good 60. before, uh, you know, now it's not so good. The, the only thing I remember, mm-hmm. like, that 60 Andy Minutes Rooney? is, dur- no, during the football games, tick, 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 tonight yep. on 60 Minutes. Now nah, I'm going to go over to Sunday Night Football. That's good, <laughs> good stuff. They had a thing with, uh, with Tom Brady where they talked to him about that. They asked him the question, 
how many reps do you give your backup? And his answer was none. <laughs> He's like, I don't, I don't get, and like, they talked about that too. Like, it'll be the end of games. We all see it all the time. And for some reason, Tom Brady is still out there because he, there's no need. They're winning by five touchdowns, but Tom Brady is still out there because he is not going to. The guy picked, you know, pretty much the very end of the draft is never going to let anybody else get mm-hmm. that starting spot. Well, no one else can he, ever do it because he knows from first-hand experience that hey, you get injured, you're out. Mm-hmm. Boom. They, they and, that's exactly what happened. And with what Bledsoe. did I? And what did I say when we talked about this? You know, original suspension was. If Jimmy Garoppolo does well enough, the question is there. Do we move on? Because you're going to need to move on eventually. But who was his backup when? Ryan Mallett. Ryan Mallett. Before they traded him to Houston. Mm-hmm. Did they trade him or did he leave? Did he they leave traded free him. Agency? Okay. I'm pretty sure they traded him. Who's the guy that went to Kansas City? It was, was Matt Castle. Castle. Now Matt he's Castle. in Buffalo. Yeah, they had Castle. He let See, but Castle, that's a good point because he played an entire season when Brady mm-hmm. was out. They went ten and six. Brady started the next season, but then you're the Patriots. he was younger then. And so. I know that Bronco fans are sitting there mm. going, "Talk about our team." <laughs> you guys are gonna be this. Fine. This is gonna, gonna be the be biggest fine. slap in the face to Bronco fans. And we're gonna talk about the Broncos. Wait a second, Tom Brady. <laughs> Wait, Tom Brady. You guys know that Tom Brady guy? I think he's won how many? One, two. Uh, did he win three or four? I can't remember. But to get just so Bronco fans don't mm. hate us. Oh, at we'll this get point. there. Yeah, we'll, I want to talk about Gary Kubiak. So for sure. I want to throw out this question about Peyton mm. Manning and this was a I asked this because they mentioned this today on the Dan Patrick show do you think that would you let's say Peyton only wins one Super Bowl like he has is he still an elite quarterback is he in that elite quarterback or does he need to win two to be an elite quarterback I, I'd say he's already at the elite level he's consistent I mean he, Hall of Fame elite like he is the one that we talk he's, about he's no he's or he's he's he, not at Joe Montana level. Or is he a Dan Marino level? I know he's only won one. Marino didn't. But is he kind of in that kind of shade? Does he need to to say, okay, he's with Tom Brady. He's with Drew Brees. He's with Joe Montana. That kind of thing. I I believe he's not up there with Tom Brady, yeah. Joe Montana. The one the one complaint I have, I'm, I like Drew Brees. Actually, I don't personally really like Drew Brees mm-hmm. that much. But I like him as a quarterback. But you're gonna put Drew Brees and and uh, and Peyton Manning like you're gonna put Drew Brees above Peyton Manning, Peyton, he beat Manning, Peyton Manning once and for the Super Bowl and won one Super Bowl, <laughs> and you're complaining about Tom, uh, Peyton Manning only winning one Super Bowl, therefore above him. No, it does not make sense to me. <laughs> the greatest quarterback in the regular season mm-hmm. ever. This guy, we're going to be talking about him. We're going to be talking about him forever. Yes, he is not Joe Montana, but we're is going to be talking about to, this guy. Is he closer to Dan Marino? I think the Dan Marino co- uh, comparison is actually kind of kind of good um, because Dan Marino always has that. When you talk about Dan Marino, you always have that asterisk there of, but he didn't win a Super Bowl ever. Great quarterback, Hall of Fame, elite. He, the, he's with the best of them, mm-hmm. but he just didn't win a, a Super Bowl. And for Peyton Manning, it's going to be. Peyton Manning, better than everybody else that was playing at the same time, except for maybe Tom Brady. Better than everybody else. Only won one Super Bowl. But there still, you go. better Not than everybody kicking, else. Kicking Bronco fans and even Colt fans in the loins by mentioning uh, Tom Brady. Peyton Manning should have zero Super Bowls, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. But yeah, but he's statistically in a passer's league now. Arguably one of the greatest regular season quarterbacks mm. to play the game. Well, I don't I mean, even think you, it's arguable. Could you imagine... and? 
I know, and I know it's like apples and oranges here, mm-hmm. but could you imagine this season if Peyton Manning was the quarterback of the Colts? Oh, it'd be, How, all those well, weapons. Uh, like I mean, Johnson, Dorsett, T.Y. But why imagine that when you can remember that the Broncos of two years ago existed? Yeah, but I'm talking it's about the, like, it's this the same situation. Se- and I mean, that's the big thing. Like, mm-hmm. Thomas is gone. Yeah. Demarius Thomas to me is all that's left. Well, Demarius left. Thomas is all that's left. Yeah. Uh, the one. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders is still there. Wes Welker's not mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Owen Daniels is your starting well, tight yeah. end now. The the thing there's two things that need to be said about the Denver Broncos. We'll get to Gary Kubiak because there's something that needs to be the said Cougs? about him. You want to get to the Cougs? Um, it's got to be mentioned. Uh, he's coaching in the NFL. <laughs> head coaching. We never thought he'd do that again, but he's After, doing it. After uh, his tenure with the mm-hmm. Texans? He had some good stuff in Texas, but uh, he it had a horrible ending. Um, but the thing for... Yeah, the, Matt Schaub was your quarterback. <laughs> that's going to cause problems. It's a lot better when you got Peyton Manning as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, the, but the thing for... Or even Joe Flacco. Uh, the thing for the Denver Broncos here are... Is everybody leaving? Do they know? Like, do they know something we don't? When Julius Thomas is leaving, he's taking that big paycheck. You know, when all these guys are going out, do you think they're saying Peyton's done? I'm taking the contract while I can. I want to get this money somewhere because I don't know if I'm going to play the guy as who's going to make me look as good again. Do you think everybody's just running because as soon as Peyton Manning goes, this team falls apart? I don't know if it's necessarily just Peyton. But I feel like John Fox is gone to Adam Bron- as well. The Broncos are on a kind of they're on a teetering point. Peyton Manning's not going to be there forever. I'm actually going to say this: the end of Peyton Manning's career it's going to be hard, but it's probably going to end even worse than Brett Favre's did. And when I say that, I mean it's going to be even harder for Peyton Manning to walk away from the game than it was for Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos say after the season, hey, man, it was nice, shake hands, you can retire now, and he goes, now nah, I'm ready to play, and then he goes plays for, like, the Jets or for the Raiders or for, give me another bottom, the Browns. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to cool. another bottom feeder because he just doesn't want to quit. I kind of want to see him play for the Browns, though, to be honest. I kind of want that to happen. And I, I wonder Big if he's ben, just going to keep Joe Flacco and Peyton Manning in the same division. And part of my mind thinks that his career is only going to end if someone else ends it, like the Bears did to Brett Favre, or like this. Actually, it was oh, yeah. the Saints. Well, the Saints no, broke him first. No. no, no, no. The Saints broke him first in the bountiful uh, uh, NFC Championship game. Northwestern graduate. Man. Henry Melton destroyed him. No, 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 and, and no, 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 no. The the Saints, the Saints knocked him down a few pegs. You were the ones that actually finished the job. We're like, hey, we're sick of oh, you. God, just leave I could, It was kind of like the ending of Cars. <laughs> I could not like. Now I just imagine that newspaper clipping of I, just uh-huh. him laying on the ground and Erlacher just standing over him like, you dead, you dead, buddy. He's like, you done yet? Do you want to keep going? But I feel like that's mm. that's the only way. Peyton Manning is going to be done as if someone breaks him. All right. I hate to do this to Broncos fans. And don't worry, guys. I will trash your coach soon enough. <laughs> um, the thing I want to ask, though, is and this is going to pain Ricky, I think, as well, which is part of why you oh, need to do God. it. What do you think is worse? The NFC championship game. You're going to go to the Super Bowl. The Vikings are finally going to be there and they're going to compete and they're going to win. Oh, you threw an interception. It's done. 
Never mind. Or you get to the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning has brought them back ever since John Elway. They have not been here. Oh, you fumbled. Or you didn't even fumble. You just didn't get the snap. It's a safety, and then you let them score all over you all day. I rather lose. Which one's the, worse? I rather lose in the title game because at the end of the like, mm-hmm. when five years down the line, no one ever mentions your record in title games. They only mention your record in Super Bowls. So to me, it's better to not even go to a Super Bowl than to go there and lose. Mm-hmm. True Viking Santa right here. What do you think, Mike? I'd, I'd rather be not remembered for losing. And this is a team also, the Lions, who have <laughs> the Super Bowl is like the Shadowlands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's gone. And it's gone. The last uh, leading rusher you guys had was Barry Sanders. Yeah. That was during my childhood. But yeah, I'd rather not even go there than lose mm-hmm. there. Which is fair. Which is I fair. mean, look at Buffalo. Three times. Yeah, then they all lost. And that's all we yeah. talk about is how many games did they lose. We don't talk about how many mm. times team X, Y, or Z mm-hmm. didn't go there. Like I, the San I, yeah. Francisco 49ers, we only talk about them not going there because the Seahawks did go there. Mm. That's the only reason why we talk about it. And to be fair, I, I do think that you kind of have to have something spectacular happen in the Super Bowl to be remembered for losing. Nobody remembers the losers. Except for like the, the Buffalo Bills. The, except for the Seahawks. Be talking about that Seahawks game. Or Ex- like Peyton, your, your Bears. No, yes. nobody remembers that. No, it, you don't remember that. <laughs> or like the Peyton Manning where the snap goes right yes. over his head. You watch the Lombardi go past the and it was done. perfect season that never was because mm-hmm. of the helmet catch. Exactly. Those are the David only ones Tyree. you remember. I mean, you're not going to. We're not going to remember short. the 49ers losing to the, the Ravens. No one remembers that. And it just happened like two years ago. Well, I mean, the power outage. That's what you remember. That's, that's fair. what you remember. That's the fair. The power outage. It was still their ploy to slow the game down. But no one like remembers, mm. I would even say, I would even say that Tampa Oakland one that you mentioned, Mike, earlier. No one remembers either one. Because, I mean, yeah, that was a good Super Bowl. But the mm. only reason the Bucks won that is because yeah. Jude Gruden had their uh, playbook. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Gruden walked into a really good, uh, good situation there. Or like. Tom Brady's first Super Bowl mm-hmm. against the Rams or Adam Vinatieri twice. Mm-hmm. Yep. These are the ones. I mean, these are the things you remember. And honestly, that season where Tom Brady went to his first Super Bowl, that wasn't even the more memorable game. That Raiders game in the snowball mm-hmm. was more memorable. Or yeah. I'm trying to think of when the Niners went to the Super Bowl, their NFC championship Which time, game. Ricky? Was more no, I'm when don't the latest when one, don't the Forty ers go to the Super Bowl, right? Or like the Forty ers fans? If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. the catch wasn't even in the Super Bowl. That was just the playoff moment, right? Um, the one with uh, Clark in the back of the end zone for the Niners. Yes, I believe so. That was against the Cowboys, I believe. It sounds about right. But uh, yeah, that's I don't to too me. Well. well, I wasn't alive at that point. Yeah, it was 1982. Yes, none of us. No, none of us were alive, but get mm. to Gary Kubiak. Mark. All right, guys, here's the thing about Gary Kubiak. Um, we all know what he did and did not do in Houston. Uh, and we all know that he ended up with a lucky situation with the Ravens. That worked out pretty well. Now he gets to come Did he here. win a Super Bowl with them? Was he their OC? No. I think Caldwell was. He was not okay. there then. Yeah. Um, so he's really, this is a tough situation. He walks in here. How much control does Gary Kubiak want, and how much does he want to just Eric Spolstra, you know, you big three, 
do your thing. Have fun out there. Please win me rings. Uh, you know, I want to go in the in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. How much is that going on with Gary Kubiak where he's saying, Tom, uh, not, I keep wanting to say Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. <laughs> go out there, <laughs> Tom Brady. Peyton Manning. You do your thing. Uh, have fun. All right, guys. If you need me, I'll be on the sidelines. I'll throw the red flag. Yeah, like if Peyton, if you want me to throw it, I'll throw it, man. Uh, like I, I just don't know how much control does Gary well, Kubiak want. To because... me, that's why part of this hiring was mm-hmm. a little confusing. I get why you did it. Kubiak has a history with the Broncos. He was a player there for eighty three to ninety one. Yeah, his entire career, he was a Bronco. However, to me, I feel like the better situation for the Broncos is let's hire a guy who's defensive minded, <coughs> Rex Ryan. And then he can worry about the defense, and your offensive coordinator on the field, Peyton Manning, can just do his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Kubiak going to fix this defense? Or, well, I mean, it doesn't need to be fixed, but mm-hmm. is he not going to destroy it? And I think the problem that we have, I mean, Gary Kubiak. Because Houston never had a good defense when he was there, I'm just going to say. They had a pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. It was, I, they, I still think they had a pretty good defense. It was more their offense that brought them. For sure. Two, they were the Andy Daltons mm-hmm. of the playoffs that year. They'd go and then lose to New England. I think the problem is Gary Kubiak does not have what he needs. He worked with a really strong run game. That's not here. Uh, he also, I mean, Demarius Thomas is a great, great wide receiver. I wouldn't put him at Andre. Uh, no, not Andre But swap, swap the run game yeah, for Andre a pass game for now, though. I guess so, but you're at the end of Peyton Manning's career, and what does Gary Kubiak call? Draw plays? Screen passes. Well, and the That's thing, it. The big question for the Broncos is going to be, and we've seen this a little bit in camp already, mm-hmm. because Kubiak's not going to have the same system as Fox and Adam Geis, we're actually going to see Peyton under center. Mm-hmm. Peyton doesn't like to do that this late but in that's, his career. That's the thing, though. Are they really going to do that? Yeah. Because you only have probably one season left in Peyton Manning. I'm going to guess you only have one season left in Peyton it's Manning. It's going to get really predictable because all of those plays are mm-hmm. going to be runs. If you see them line up in the eye, it's going to be a run. Probably. Then they'll play action to mm-hmm. just dump it off to the tight end. Oh, wait, uh-huh. that's Owen Daniels. But I just wonder, with one year left, do you really want to change things? Or does Gary Kubiak yeah, want to go in there and say... You do your thing. No, Let's I, get what we can because otherwise he wants to put it's just going to fall apart. He wants to put his stamp on it because he doesn't want to be known as, you know what, I won with someone else's system. He doesn't want to have he doesn't want to have John Gruden situation yeah. where no one's everyone's saying, "Okay, yeah, you won a Super Bowl, but really the coach before you is who did it." Um I, I just don't think that this is it's not going to work out for Gary Kubiak. He's going to get Peyton Manning doing things that Peyton Manning does not do, has mm-hmm. never done in his huge career. He's going to go in there. It's not going to work out very well. He's already come. He's already declining anyways. He can't throw the long ball as much anymore, uh, which I guess he doesn't need to do for Gary Kubiak. Um, and I, I just don't see Kubiak's things Kubiak's a West out. Coast guy, right? Yeah. He's going to be pretty, like I said, draw plays, screen passes, quick. That's, that's pretty much all it is. Um so, I mean, yeah, he's going to basically do that. Peyton Manning probably retires soon. And Brock Osweiler, he's not Gary Kubiak's guy. So I'm gonna, I'm there's just say too, many, too many things that can go wrong in unless the future. You, unless you got a comment, I'm going to ask a question. Is Brock Osweiler the, the future of the Broncos? 
I he was, gonna, was when John Fox hey, was there. Hey, I was going to ask a there, similar question to that. What are, give me a percentage. Mm-hmm. The odds that Brock the Cock says, hey, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm just going to sign with a team like the Jets or the, oh, I'm thinking of a team that needs a quarterback. The Jets are the main one that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Or like the, the Bills, the, Browns, the Broncos. The Bills, where it's like. Not the, well, yeah, the Broncos. Because this is what I think is going to happen mm-hmm. with Brock Osweiler. He's not going to play much because Peyton won't let him. Mm-hmm. And then next offseason, he's just going to come out and some team's going to throw money at him, kind of Matt Flynn style without the game against the Lions. Someone's going to throw money at him. He's going to take that paycheck. I don't think people are going to throw money at Brock Osweiler. Not a ton, but he's going to get a... He's, he's they're going to say, hey, you know, we need a quarterback. He said under Peyton Manning, he could be Aaron Rodgers. Because Aaron Rodgers sat sure, behind Brett Favre. Someone, and, could, someone could try and make that claim. I, what's yeah, the percentage that he leaves coach. and gets a decent contract with a team like the Jets, the Bills, the Browns? Depends mm. how long it takes... Manning to leave. Give me a percentage after this season, though. Well, he's get he's in his contract year yeah. right now, so, no, he's gotta, so he's after this season, this off season coming up, someone has give to me the him. percentage. He's going to a different team with a good contract. Sixty percent. I think this is getting a little conspiracy theory ish. Okay. Not necessarily conspiracy, more just my predictions. Okay, this is Peyton Manning's last season. You think so? I do. He's too. He's still good. He's still Peyton Manning, but he's obviously been on the decline. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be smart. I think he's going to call it call it a career here. Um, and Brock Osweiler, I think, will get re-signed. And he's going to be the heir apparent to Peyton. Yeah. Plus, they're probably going to draft somebody in the <laughs> mid-rounds. Or in like the second or third round, I think they'll draft a quarterback because he's not Kubiak's guy. Mm-hmm. And he probably won't be Kubiak's guy. And Kubiak probably is not the coach in three years for the Broncos. Because I'm telling you guys, once Peyton Manning is gone, you, there's not much to be happy about in, in Denver. The defense is all right, needs a little coaching to get there. Uh, and you got Demarius Thomas. So hypothetically, Broncos win the Super Bowl. They mm-hmm. riot. Does, uh, does Manning go out a winner? If he if they win a Super Bowl, oh yeah, he he'll definitely retire. And that's why I've all, even though well, he's trying to do the Brett Favre right yeah. off on the sunset. He's trying to do the mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant. With Kobe, it's more I want to win one more so I can be like MJ. Yeah, Peyton wants and, and every quarterback wants it. Tom Brady's mm-hmm. gonna want it. You want to win that last Super Bowl to just say boom, I can write off happy. I wrote I wrote off on top. I'm oh for sure, I, and Peace. I just. I just think that Peyton Manning, when it comes to him, I mean, he's going on 40 years old. How many quarterbacks actually play in their 40s? Pretty much none. Vinny Testaverde. You've named two. Pretty much none. Like, that's that's the thing. Like, nobody really played. Besides Tom Brady, he's going to play till he's 60. Doug Flutie. Mm-hmm. Nobody played. Doug Flutie, of course. Uh, World-famous Doug Flutie out there. Nobody plays into their 40s. So... Uh, and yeah, Peyton Manning, if anybody could do it, it probably could be Peyton Manning, but he can't throw the deep ball really that well anymore. Um, these seasons are just ending badly for, for Peyton. They really are. Eventually, I think he sits there, especially with this team, not very, not set up to win your last head coach and your last offensive coordinator that you liked a lot. They're gone now. There's not much going on. There's not much to be thrilled and that excited about. I think he's got to, 
And I mean, he's got to see the writing on the wall. I want to say that first season in Minnesota was where Brett Favre was like 39 and then turned 40. He was the last person to play at 40 mm-hmm. and play well at 40. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if we're Peyton not Manning talking. We're it. not talking about backups or anything yeah, like that. No, yeah. we're starting. We're talking about starters. But let we're gonna end the podcast like we've end all these other divisional podcasts. We'll start with Mark, then go to Mike, then go to me. Who who out of this division? Who wins it? And how many teams make the playoffs? And who? The winners are the San Diego Chargers. They're gonna win the division. They're gonna win the division. Holy crap! Peyton Manning's on the decline. Something's got to be the th- wow. something's got to be the wake up in his mind of okay it's been a good career. And without he's got like he's got a tight end, he's got a wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to retire and then go coach the Giants. Hi, Hi Eli. <laughs> hey Eli, you want to win any more Super Bowls? I'm going to be there. All right, I'm going to get rings too. <laughs> uh yeah, I I do I definitely think the Broncos can get into a wild card spot. So you you're saying two playoff teams? They have the, the potential for two, but the thing is, I hate how you do that. Well, because we have too, we have too <laughs> many. We got too many teams. It's going to be, you know, what it's going to be. It's going to be the Dolphins, mm-hmm. or it's going to be the Steelers I'm or gonna, Ravens. I'm going to give pick. a more exact pred- prediction on that when we get to mm-hmm. them. What about you, Mike? No, I predict that the uh, Chiefs are going to win the really division. the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. Does a wider receiver score a touchdown? Two. two. You're Only hearing it two. now. Only two, two, touchdowns. two touchdowns or two wide receivers? No, two touchdowns. Okay. Caught. Jeremy Macklin's catching both He's of them. He's catching both of them. <laughs> but um, and then I have the Chargers coming in second at a record of nine and seven. And they're going to make the playoffs See, I have, they're, they're the last team in. Okay. I have a believer here. See, I'm the exact opposite. And here's what I think. Broncos, I'm going to go ahead and, and I can actually say these win totals because you, for our previews, mm-hmm. have both the... Broncos and the Chargers. That's right. I'm going to say 12 win season for the Broncos. They win the division. Chargers win 10 games, but lose their very last one. Miss the playoffs. They will miss the playoffs at 10 and 6. I got Oakland winning six games. You're hearing it here. I've got Oakland winning. Well, you got to watch my preview for that. Winning? No, you got to watch my preview for that. You have Oakland winning? Yeah. yeah I, I, well, I was going to give a number, and I'm like, wait, no, I have that preview. So no, I mean, yeah, the it. Oakland Raiders will win a few games. A few. Yeah, they'll win a few. They'll win. I, I, I just let these two in on. They can win three or four. If you, if you want to hear my win, I can't give my wins because you got to wait for my video. For sure. But that is going to do it for the onside kick this week. We're done. We've gone through all the divisions in the NFL. Now we'll probably go into some fantasy football, maybe some MVP talk. Let us know down below what you would like to maybe hear us do on uh, some future podcasts. Also in a link down below, we have one slot left for the most valuable podcast fantasy football league that we're doing this year. One slot left. It's up for the picking. So go ahead and click that link down below. If you like the podcast, hit that like button. If you loved it, hit the subscribe button. You can follow me on Twitter at Ricky Widmer. Mark is at the with two E's Mark Weber. Most valuable podcast is at most valuable pod. I want to thank everyone for listening this day, night, evening, afternoon, whatever it is by you. But as always have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at most valuable pod for more great podcasts.